Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Mother kicker. Libel. <laughs> We're switching the word. L-I-B-E-L. Libel. Correct. Yes. So, uh, yes, boy. and we'll all never get that 45 seconds back. That, that's kind of interesting there, and in that uh, that's from the, the Scripps National Spelling Bee, which is going on right now. 
almost never a word I've ever heard of in my life that they're spelling. There's a word that you really should know, need to know, should learn in school. She hadn't come across. Because you're busy learning how to spell Thrapakawai. It's the uh, third toe on a dinosaur that lived 80 million years ago. A lot of Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the kid that passed out, all right? So, but then or experience a pass out, please. But isn't that kind of interesting? You give a kid who's studying like twelve hours a day their whole life a word that comes up, you know, daily. Or is that just what they do all the time? You get every conceivable piece of information about the word to check against your maybe. I don't Overgrown know. memory banks. But anyway... Uh, it's called preparation, Jack. And, and I'm here to it's mock. It's actually called child abuse in I'm, my world. But. I'm, I'm not here to mock. I accidentally said I'm here to mock. I'm not here to mock. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here to mock your lack of mockery. You know, maybe this is good for you. I doubt it, but maybe it is. Uh, but so they feature a couple of the spellers in USA Today today. Every year I say the same thing. Watch the documentary Spellbound. I think that might have contributed to the jumping the shark aspect of the spelling bee. Because it, 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 it was a documentary that focused on these kids and what their lives are like, and I think everybody watched that who did watch it and thought, that's miserable. That's not cool, funny, or anything. That's just miserable. Right. And then... Here, here. And now the spelling... Because the spelling bee got so big, it was like on the major network and all that sort of stuff, and everybody was talking about it, and now it's back to being what it ought to be, like a trivia contest. Uh, this one particular girl who's going to her second national spelling bee, she spends three to four hours every weeknight... In addition oh. to going to school and her other homework, Oy. three to four hours every weeknight and six to eight hours every weekend studying for the spelling bee. Uh, night after night? Night after night. I have to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't come over to my friends a lot, and instead of staying the night for sleepover parties, I come home and work on my spelling. Mm-hmm. There is no, that made me sad. It's very difficult to argue that that's a good, good idea, but... Um, that hurt my heart. Yeah, <laughs> Tune I Tune into the Armstrong and Getty Show and be sad. Here's this other kid who's uh, won all kinds of regional this and national that. Um, he gets up at 5.30 in the morning and studies his word list until he's t- it's time to go to school. Then he comes home from school and he's back out, back at it, totaling six hours of studying each weekday, nine hours on the weekend. And this year he's headed to the finals again after he tied for 18th in 2016. Yeah, keep that dream alive, son. Man, oh man, getting up super early to study spelling words and then coming home from school and doing another however many hours. Well, you can have fun and recreation and exercise and friends in your next childhood. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's, there's a certain percentage of these kids with the temperament of, no, I actually, I love... Breaking down words and maybe, maybe but maybe. it's it so hard for me to passion. believe that they're yeah. they're all that way. Yeah, I don't know. Seems crazy to me, but yeah, well. Oh, speaking of libel, we got but the, how many how uh, many kids dedicate that much time to uh, football, golf, whatever else? Probably quite a few. That much time. That's a lot of hours at that young too. That's uh, a lot I don't of think hours. That's healthy. Uh, in fact, I know it's not healthy. Anything that much time at that age. But I remember. Um, I was I was never any good at anything, really, ever, on any level. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I remember... Would you like to lie down on the couch while we continue this? <laughs> but I remember, like, wrestling in high school, and I would just do wrestling practice and call it good. But I remember the coach talking about, and the guys that were really good, how they'd get up early in the morning, and they'd do, like, a 10-mile run, and then on the weekends, they would, you know, go into the gym and break. And I thought, 
I'm just not going to do that. I mean, I never said it out loud, mm-hmm. but I just thought, you know, I'm not going to do that. Sounds good, coach. If you have to do that to be good, that's fine. That just that it, that makes it clear to me that I'm not going to be that good because I'm not going to do that. Mm. <laughs> and and you know, that many hours spelling or or that. You never found that passion. No. Very sad. No. Very no. sad. I could do that with... Or uh, not sad, depending on whether you're sad or not. <laughs> I think I could do that, not to not that, that's too many hours for anything, yeah. the, what we just talked about. Especially, come on, we're talking about children. Yeah. Anyway, we got this uh, note, speaking of libel, from uh, Taylor, and I don't know what's more interesting, his information on uh, libel, slander, and defamation, or the fact that he lives in the middle of nowhere at the Grand Canyon, no TV, internet, or phone. Awesome. The closest town is Tucson, population 568, which has a McDonald's, a Wendy's, a brand new Starbucks, and eight hotels. I believe I've stayed there. Uh, You guys are my only entertainment, so that's saying something. Well, that means you're desperate. Thank you for that endorsement. We got a bit Um, of a uh, one-eyed king thing going on there, don't we? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When stripped of all other options, you guys are fantastic. (laughs) Now let's get billboards made. Um. How how do you listen to us though? That's not clear to me, Taylor. If you have, it must be over the air. Have no TV, internet, or phone. He's got a garage full of crystals and cat hairs making shortwave radios. <laughs> yes, are we on somehow? And the grand, do we have a Flagstaff affiliate or something? I don't know. Anyway, uh, enjoy your uh, sandy, sandy, beautiful, uh, landscapey lifestyle, sir. Maybe podcasts are brought in by Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to write you in regard to ah yes uh, we already oh negative Yelp, Yelp reviews and defamation so the story of a woman who gave a negative Yelp review to her gynecologist of all things got sued by the gynecologist for for damaging their business and now she's spent tens of thousands of dollars in legal bills fighting back right and we thought that can happen what can you and can't you say in a Yelp review how many of us know what the line is any I, of us I have the definitive guide to where the line is ah, coming up well we should know that know your line if you're ever gonna leave a negative review does this apply to comments you make at a backyard barbecue to a bunch of people that's what I'd like to know stay tuned okay don't go there, it sucks. Can you say that out loud in front of people? I'm not telling you until after the commercials. <laughs> Guess I'll stay tuned. Have you seen the video of the woman? Yeah, you have. Woman shaving her legs. At the oh, pool. we got to play that again, though, for the folks. Well, yeah, we'll play that coming back on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Stop the things. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Street lights along the highway. Girl, look at her. She is shaving. <laughs> what the? Oh my God, this lady is shaving in the pool. So oh, I hope she don't shave her hoo-ha next. In the pool, the hell. In the pool, the hell. <laughs> a couple of young women. Uh, Can we get that gal to do play-by-play for the NBA Finals? And <laughs> videotaping a, a larger uh, larger woman who's in the kid's end of the pool, shaving her legs, dangling her legs in the pool, shaving her legs, rinsing the razor in the pool, then shaving some more. In the pool. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Unreal. Oh, boy. 
have that uh, linked at armstrongandgetty.com if you'd like to zap it around to your friends. Uh, I've got this email here. I'll deal with that later. The hell. Can't find our long-form podcast with Tim Sandifer uh, somehow. I don't. Isn't it like everywhere? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, we got to do another one of those, but quick. Yeah. People are loving them. Mm-hmm. Many, many, many thousands of downloads. I believe we're the next big thing. How many now, so far? <clears throat> I'm interested. Yesterday you told me it was 12,000. Five million. That's a big number. Go Trump with it. How many? Exaggerate. He's going to have the number for it. But that's okay. a, we're just counting the commas at this point. <laughs> nice. So uh, we got this note from Taylor in Grand Canyon about uh, our questions about defamation, defamation rather, slander, libel, etc. Uh, specifically in terms of a review of a business. What can you say? What can't you say? Um, of course, you know, the, the reality of lawsuits is, and anybody who's ever worked at really any company for an extended time and seen yahoos uh, get fired and then sue, you understand y- y- nobody needs to be guilty of anything for a lawsuit to happen and be successful because the settlement that the company issues to avoid going to trial is a victory for the uh, the litigant. Or sometimes <clears throat> it's just you know, outspending you is the threat. We had that happen to us once. A boss said, you, you're you probably right, but our company has lawyers that do this for a living. We'll spend you into bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he said, okay, uh, maybe not. So anyway, uh, there are generally three to five things that must exist in order to sue for defamation. Um, Does Yelp let you know this when you sign up for Yelp? I'm not signed up for Yelp. It's probably in the 12,000 pages right. of uh, user agreements or something. I don't know, just to protect them, but... Uh, here are the three to five things that must exist in order to sue. One, a statement a statement was made. Okay, I think we probably have that usually. Mm, indeed. Can't sue over imaginary statements or unspoken. He rolled his eyes. I could tell he was thinking, <laughs> you're a cat murderer. Uh, he made that face he always makes. Two, the statement was made, published, or sent to a third party. Okay, but that's, that's all Yelp reviews. So if I say to Jack... You're a terrible talk show host. I believe you're a cat murderer. Then that's that's a conversation. It's not defamation. Number three, the statement was false. As okay, I've well, often said, as a man who seriously considered attending law school, truth is an absolute defense against libel, slander, defamation. But how do they determine that on 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 you suck? They suck. I don't like them. Uh, so what if I'm you gonna say, plead the fifth if I'm asked that in court. Do you, Mr. Getty, in fact, suck? Your Honor, I'm not going to answer that question. So if you say in a Yelp review they're a bunch of crooks because you feel like they ah, overcharged you. No, we're getting to the meat of it. Stay tuned. Jack, I'm walking. This is like the guy who, who asks questions before the presentation's done. There will be a Q&A. Will this be on the test? <laughs> Number four. The person making the statement knew or should have known the statement was false. And five, the statement caused injury or damage? Knew or should have known the statement was false. That's yes. a big one. Yes. For someone to win a libel case, they must first prove the statement is in fact false and not an opinion. And here's this is Taylor's example. Jack is an a-hole is an opinion. Shared by many. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> you guys are being assholes on purpose. <laughs> well... Joe stole my car is a purported fact which can be proven or disproven. Okay. So, you're a terrible gynecologist. Any woman who bears, what was the term they used? Hoo-ha? 
um, who bears their hoo-ha to you as a fool. That's an opinion. Um, you are rapists. Or what was her, her, her gripe? She, she believed she was overcharged. Oh, you are a crook. Yeah. Now, if we can come to a generally agreed upon definition of the word crook, and I think we can, she stated they are engaged in a criminal enterprise. That's different from you suck. That's a tough one because I, I don't think most people go into like Yelp reviews thinking they can't. Because that's a, a, a term people use, even if they don't mean uh, you technically broke the law, right? There are a bunch of crooks charging $6 for a hot dog. Well, right. they're not doing anything illegal. Right. That's a common expression to say. It that is sort indeed. Of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why lawyered up America is bad America. So another example. Um, plus, there there have to be damages, which is you know an ancient common law thing. Um, but, although uh, I wouldn't think that'd be you know, proving it would be hard. But man, a Yelp review that says I'm a crook, yeah, that's going to damage me. Back in 06, there was a case in Florida where a person posted numerous complaints online about another person in their business, and the defamed person was awarded over $11 million. I remember that case. Uh, but listen to this. Here's where it gets crazy again. This is into Lawyered Up America. A person being defamed can claim things like pain and suffering, shame, disgrace, humiliation. Shame. Ridicule. I live with shame. Yeah, walk you should do my, this for a living. Walk in my ashamed shoes for a mile. Please, I walk down the street. Prostitutes yell shameful things at me. Look at you. Nice living, idiot. It's terrible. <laughs> Let's see. Pain and suffering, shame, disgrace, humiliation, ridicule. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Loss of standing or reputation as well as loss of earnings. I would say that describes many of our interactions, all of those things. So suing someone based on a Yelp review could be an uphill battle. Um. The receptionist is mean or the food sucked. An opinion. But Joe I, broke into my basement and stole my Hillary tickets. I don't know enough. Of, I don't know enough about the way lawsuits work because I'm not the sort of guy that goes around suing people. Um, if some company sues me, can I, I? I can't just ignore it. Sure. Oh, oh, well. If they sue, I, I write a bad Yelp review. They sue me. Say you owe us a million dollars. You did us damage. Can I just say, whatever, and ignore it? Yeah, Does a some judge point, or somebody have to say no? It's at least got some merit, or you have to fight it, or at something. At some point, no, you, you're not required to mount a defense, really, to anything. And um, how did this it, woman it could en- go badly? How did this woman end up spending tens of thousands of dollars on legal bills? That's a good question. Lawyers, help us out with this. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or just text. Here's the number. Punch it into your smartphone that the Chinese are listening to four one five two nine five. KFTC. I don't remember what numbers that is. But uh, I'd have to look at my phone. And That's tough because very lazy. I can understand from the business's standpoint, as we said yesterday, we know a bunch of small business owners who have gotten bad Yelp reviews from crazy people. Disgruntled ex-employees, people that are just nuts. That you right. offer to pay for the entire whatever, and they still won't be happy. Right. I mean, so sometimes, on the other hand, I like the idea of us all being able to have a, a, a forum where we just say, yeah, I like them, I don't like them, I think they're crooked, you know, that sort of thing, w- mm-hmm. without worrying about the legality of it. Yeah. And then we all just kind of take it all with a grain of salt. We either dismiss that person's opinion right. or, or or if there's enough of them with the same opinion, we think, oh, there must be something there. Which is what brings us back to the, uh, the, the uh, conundrum of the Internet. What is publishing at this point? We got a lawyer on the phone? Is that what we have? 
Um, a final example is uh, if you say the gyno fondled my blank while whistling Yankee Doodle, that must be proven false to be defamation. No, it was actually the battle hymn. People get it mixed up. Right, all the time. Is this, uh, all right. This we'll, is going to be somebody saying Howard Stern sued you. Blah! That's what it's going to be. <laughs> we'll see. Do we have a name? What kind of phone screener are you? You numbskull. Oh, it's Stephen? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, that, that explains Oh, it's uh, our friend and tax advisor and tax attorney, Stephen Moskowitz. Hey, Stephen. Hi. If you ignore a lawsuit, the plaintiff gets a default judgment, and then he proves up to the judge, here's how much the guy owes me. You have to answer, or very bad things will happen to you. What if it's patently ridiculous, yeah. the lawsuit? There is something called malicious prosecution. So if somebody sues me for being too tall, I have to answer that. I get it thrown out. And then I sue the guy for suing me wrongfully. It's called malicious prosecution. But, but, you know, it wouldn't be a pain in the ass for you. You're a lawyer. But it'd be a pain in the ass for me. So I'd have to hire a lawyer. Blood be a lot of paperwork. All Stress. that crap. Even if I ended up with more money in the long run, it sounds like a pain in the ass. I need to start suing people just to annoy oh, them. boy. Well, sadly, what you said earlier, there's a lot of truth to that. Because lawsuits are expensive. And plaintiffs go ahead and sue. And then it's a question of, I hate to say it, how much justice can you afford? And then usually there's some settlement made. But, yes, if somebody sues you, it's serious and it's going to cost you a lot of money, whatever you do. Even so, if it's stupid, insane. Or judgments. So that company could sue this woman at some point say, look, you take down that negative Yelp review and we'll stop. And, 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 and most, Exactly. That's the most common suit where they say, I just want it down. I don't want your money and I don't want to run up a lot of my own bills. I just want it down. That's the most common resolution of these and the, the young lady that dropped 20 grand on attorney's fees, lots and lots of people just say, okay, I don't want to spend the money. I'll just sure. take it down. Yeah. Right. So Stephen Moskowitz, thanks a million, Stephen. Yeah, awesome. We appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Wow, that's something. So Joe Getty turned into a giant duck at midnight and, and pooped in my pool. I got to answer that. God, I'm surprised right. big companies put up with any negative Yelp reviews, then. Just go yeah. after everybody. Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, President Trump cheering on those pre-summit talks, and self-driving cars could be hitting our highways in a big way next year. Hitting the highways and you, perhaps. What? Huh? No. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So we got this text. Sean, I'm only passing this along. I read negative texts about me, as you all know. People say things. I read negative texts about Joe and emails of the Marshall, whatever. I, and and it's I don't believe they're right. But we got this text that said, I have never laughed at one thing Sean said. I like it. Wow. That person also apparently at every one of my open mics. That's, that's good stuff. <laughs> I laugh at lots of things Sean says, which is one of the reasons he's here. But um, I just think that's funny when wow. we get texts like that. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> I need to do that more often. I've never eaten one thing at your restaurant that tasted good. <laughs> we had one person give us a Yelp review of five stars and said I would give them 200 stars since they got rid of blank. Right. Former show right. associate. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, the haters. It's just funny. It's just funny. Yeah. The haters. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump says talks <laughs> about a potential summit with North Korea's Kim Jong-un are going very well. He was telling reporters this morning that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is having very good meetings. I want it to be meaningful. It doesn't mean it gets all done at one meeting. Maybe you have to have a second or a third. And maybe we'll have none. But it's in good hands. That I can tell you. Trump. You know, I think he's he's battling against uh, imagined, and, and not like it won't happen, but it hasn't happened yet, imagined. Right. Imagined criticism from mainstream media that the uh, summit didn't solve all of the Korean Peninsula's problems. And I just, I don't think he ought to be, be that worried about it. We played a Jim Acosta clip earlier. We ought to play that again. In which he blasts Trump for something he praised Obama for. I mean, it's just the most blatant, ab- well, go ahead, you know and we're going to play two clips. Jim Acosta of CNN likes being on TV. This is what he said about Kim Kardashian's visit at the White House. Listen. Forget about the fact that Kim Kardashian is here at the White House today <laughs> and what planet that is uh, anything resembling normal because it's not. Uh, she shouldn't be here talking about prison reform. It's very nice that she is here, but that, that's not a serious thing to, to have happened here at the White House. He shouldn't be there. He was singing a different tune in 2015, and thanks to the magic of videotape, this is Jim Acosta talking about John Legend when Obama was president. I'm going to push the president to uh, get more involved in uh, criminal justice reform. I'm going to suggest uh, some ideas that we think could help uh, improve the situation. If you change your mind about running for office, mm-hmm. give CNN the scoop. I will. Right? I will. Okay, beautiful. So, you know, I just I wish he wouldn't worry about that stuff at all because it's coming and it will be completely unfair. But he's absolutely right. Of course, it won't all be solved at one meeting. It's almost a silly thing to rail against. Another matter, a new poll is showing Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom and San Diego businessman John Cox ahead in the race for California governor. We have John Cox on later in the program for those who... Receive the award-winning fourth hour. So, so Trump endorsed Cox, and it it appears that he shot up in the yes. polls. Yes, made a dramatic change amongst Republican voters. Yeah, yep. that's interesting. Now he has run how many races and and in a, for different offices and not one eight several. I thought it was five, but I don't know. Whatever it is, we'll look it up. But you know, it, it's got a bit of a look, and we'll we'll ask him about it, and he can explain it. It has a bit of a look of that he's. Just wants to be in office somewhere doing something, um, or maybe he's wanting to change the world because he's a brave man of principle, and the cynical, cynical voters have rejected him, not realizing and he that was, he is their hero. And he was anti-Trump, but he stuck to his principles oh. when Trump was running for president. Then, then became a Trump guy when it seemed like the best idea. Hey, hey, hey! You remember Saul of the Bible? He was against Jesus. Then he was for him. It happens. The Bible! The Bible! General Motors and SoftBank Vision Fund are going to be investing more than $3.5 billion in the GM Cruise, the automaker's self-driving arm. The goal is to bring self-driving vehicles to market on a large scale by next year. You could be under one by next year. Oh, boy. Hey, wow. You had a lot of The GM chairman and CEO, Mary Barra, says teaming up with SoftBank adds an additional strong partner as we pursue our vision of zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. 
Uh, who knows? No, I have a Coke Zero. <laughs> Ro- roads could be filled with self-driving cars. Wow. By next year? By next year. That's what they're shooting for. That's what they're saying anyway. In hmm. NBA Finals starting right where they finished last year and where they've opened every year since 2015. Golden State hosting Cleveland tonight in a record fourth straight meeting between the teams. The Warriors, Steph Curry saying... I'm going to play aggressively, confidently, you know, with that right energy and, and, and motivation to help my team win. And usually when I'm in that mindset, you know, good things happen. Whether that means it's a Finals MVP or not, who, who cares? But I'm going to be playing like it for sure. So, in effect, this is the final quarter of a best of 28 series. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Except you could split, so they'd have to have a uh, playoff game. Well, why don't they just play 28 games and then cancel the finals for the next four years so we can avoid all the trouble? For what, I'll throw in a, this is yeah. only interesting if you're into the NBA, but... So, I was starting to feel like the last couple of years, Kevin Durant's really the man on that team. And then at, at the end of the game the other night, after they won the, the conference championship, both Reggie Miller and Chris Webber said, Steph Curry is absolutely the engine that drives this team. He is the key to everything. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Mm. He still is. He's the enabler. Like, if you're putting it on a spreadsheet, Kevin Durant probably checks more boxes and in the abstract mm-hmm. is probably a better player. But the things that Steph Curry does and the way that everybody feeds off of him, he is the guy that enables everything that that team does to work. Um, uh, if I were him, I'd be going to this game tepidly. My mindset would be, gosh, what are people saying about me while I'm doing this? Lose. <laughs> Wouldn't this be horrible if I fail? Everyone's if, watching. If I fail, right. how am I going to explain this? Exactly. <laughs> and more importantly, who's going to be to blame? <laughs> That's what I would be thinking. Uh, tip-offs tonight, 6 p.m. West Coast in Oakland. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And as I put up every shot, I would be thinking, this probably isn't going to get in, go in, and how am I going to explain it about why I even took this shot? God, please I go hope in, they don't go pass in. to me. God, I hope they don't pass to me. Please don't pass to me. <laughs> then I'd pretend to roll my ankle and lip off the court bravely. Exactly. <laughs> Looks fine to me. Get back in there. No, it hurts. <laughs> Very funny. So we probably ought to play at least a clip of a song from the number one album in America right now. There's a reason it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. Okay, Joe says it's not a big deal. This is the number one album in the country. I'm an A-sayer. It's the first time this this has happened. What has happened? Among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Says you. So this is the group BTS, the hottest thing in the country for pop music, I guess. Let's let's hear the hook here or something. They're a boy band, Jack. Okay, so that's uh, that's what it sounds like. We get that. So it's BTS. It's the first time ever a K-pop group. What does K-pop mean? That's Korean pop music. Okay. Uh, first K time ever. K stands for Korea. Back to you. <laughs> first time a K-pop album has ever topped the Billboard 200 albums chart. Well, I'll be damned. It's broken all like 20 different records for sales, and most albums sold in a record sold in a day or a week or a month or whatever and they're huge and this article says 
If you're sick of reading about BTS at this point, I just heard about them five minutes ago. Mm. So my life apparently different than many of these readers. <laughs> um, they, I'm calling it the Korean invasion. Is that, uh, has anybody <laughs> used that already? Oh, wow. Reminds me of the lovable mop top Beatles. So um, I'm looking at the picture of them. They look exactly like any American boy band you've mm-hmm. ever seen. They're kind of androgynous, skinny. They they is clearly, there a tough looking one though? Yeah, they clearly have oh, their good. They clearly all have their defined kind of persona in the way they dress. Less obvious than the village people, but still the same yeah, playbook. Not, not as defined <laughs> as Indian versus construction yeah, worker, yeah. for instance. But you have you know more androgynous versus tough guy yeah. versus unshaven versus you know whatever. He's got a tattoo. Ooh, I like the dangerous one. Oh, yeah, that sort he, of thing. he's my favorite. <laughs> Listen, if I was an 11 year old girl, I'd be super interested in this. Okay. But I'm not. Huh. Uh, okay. and, uh, I just, I think President Trump ought to impose a 20 to 30% tariff <laughs> on sugary prefab foreign pop music because it's putting makers of sugary prefab American pop music out of work. I, I have no you problem with that. You got to prove that there's not an American who can do that job. I have no problem with that. HB1VB yeah. visa. Huh? We, sh- we shouldn't allow foreign pop music into our country. Agreed. <laughs> and just let our own, you know, boys who look a certain way allow to form bands that become popular. Exactly. Uh, the only thing I've ever you don't learned... want to pollute the musical bloodlines. Mm-hmm. The only thing boy bands I've ever uh, I've ever learned from boy bands is that no matter what the dance is, if you have four other people doing the exact same dance behind you it looks way better yeah. indeed yeah true uh we now know who mitt romney voted for for president the mystery <laughs> is solved <laughs> good he had said you might remember this he was not going to vote for either donald trump or hillary clinton but for some reason wouldn't answer who he was going to vote for mm. because he's one of, he, he's similar to hillary in that he's so cautious all the time it's part of the reason he lost oh it's it's, it's a huge part of the reason yeah he's one of those politicians that did what what would focus group well you know just instead of just saying it yeah but uh he he wrote in his wife he said i want to write down somebody i admire and i didn't admire trump or hillary so i wrote in my wife she'd make an excellent president so he went for wife points but why wouldn't Wasted you s- vote why wouldn't you say that out loud that's a perfectly fine answer because well, i hadn't tested it yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy a Michigan Marxist restaurant has closed, um, ironically, because of the equivalent of long bread lines. This is especially appropriate after last night's season or series finale of The Americans, which was absolutely fantastic. I can't believe it's gone. I'm so sad. Uh, we had a party. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, at the beginning of every segment, we do a shot of vodka and drink a Budweiser. To represent the two sides of the Cold War. What's that briefly about? Plus, we we would have borscht and cheeseburgers. So I'm really making noises this morning. So it's a Cold War show. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Uh, Russian illegals. They are uh, spies who are taught for years. Um, you know, accent-free English, American customs, blah, blah, blah. Then they're snuck into the country. Then they have kids. They assimilate. They open businesses. But all the while, they're spies. So it's what China's doing. Which is a real thing. Yeah, mostly at our universities. Um, virtually every American university is a den of Chinese spies. So China! Uh, well, and, and an FBI source who brought this to the attention of a university president once once told, you can take your racism and leave. What year was Friggin it? Friggin' idiots. What year was it set in? Uh, the early 70s. Cool. Um, um, actually, uh, through actually Reagan's now in office in the latter seasons. Okay. And the, the series uh, is, now, is now over? Yeah. How, yep. many, how, many, it, how many years was it on? Uh, five seasons, I think. Okay. It was one of those, they're not going to flog it forever. I like Plus, that. the, the stars are pretty, 
significant actors, and they didn't want those to shows do one tend to be better forever. though. I, I think those oh, 100%. shows, yeah, because you got a got a story to tell, and you don't just like make up new characters and stories to keep the show going. Mm-hmm. It works out better that way. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, it was amazing the finale. Spoiler alert: They run into the White House, tackle Ronald Reagan, he beats them down with his mighty fists, and they are dragged away to justice. So says, this is trickle down justice. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Now the, the blood's going to trickle down from your mouth. Bam! And then he hit him. It was great. Excellent joke. The actor. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that the one guy who's, didn't laugh. who's never laughed at anything Sean has said. Come on! <laughs> you laughed at that, didn't you? Maybe the problem's you. Anyway. A Grand Rapids, Michigan bastion of Marxist politics and vegan burgers is shutting down after five years. Some are likening its closure to the fall of communism. Listen to this, would you? The Garden Diner and Cafe, replete with wall murals of Che Guevara in a chef's apron <sighs> and raised fists clutching asparagus, um, it eschewed tips, no tipping in favor of paying its workers a living wage. And they scorned traditional management methods. We'll get into it, but... You're going to rest, run a restaurant in which everybody who works there makes enough money to like live on and raise a family. Exactly. Sounds Good. like somebody who doesn't understand the margins of the restaurant You're gonna industry. You're going to charge a lot for soup. And while its vegan, vegetarian, and raw food fare was mostly a hit, uh, its unpredictable opening hours, slow service, and 40-minute waits for a sandwich strained customer patience. How Soviet is that? Uh, one of the original investors told a local uh, paper that the uh, the, the place, um, which was called the Barter Town Diner until September, had struggled to pay its workers or turn a profit. The restaurant's now defunct Facebook page was flooded with complaints from a- patrons angry at its slow service. Patrons hungry for a sandwich would find the cafe shuttered at odd times, thanks to opening hours set by employee group decision. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, it's mockable, but they took it all so seriously. <laughs> Some commentators gleefully attributed the restaurant's failure to flaws in socialism. One commentator, who tagged his post-collectivist nincompoopery, wrote, Why is it that progressives refuse to acknowledge that socialism doesn't work, never has, it can't work, because it runs afoul of natural law and human nature, which it does. I don't think we should be open on nights the NBA Finals are on. I agree. Because most of the players are... African-American and have been oppressed in the legacy of slavery. I don't want to be part of that by ignoring their games. So let's close early and open late. <laughs> uh, boy, well, I, I'm sorry to see it go. I do enjoy a nice raw food asparagus sandwich. I want to straighten out this story because I know our words can affect the stock market. <clears throat> Um, certainly could have affected what you did with your Tesla stock last week when Consumer Reports would not recommend the Model 3. It's a big deal. Um, and had an effect on their stock, and it had to make you wonder, what's going on over there, Tesla? But, so, they did a, you know, speaking of driverless cars and high tech and the cars of the future or whatever, they fixed the problem with the brakes that Consumer Reports was complaining about with a software update. Wow. We're able to update everybody's car, everybody's car with just, wow. just do the software, send you the thing, plug it in. Okay, now that your car's fine. the braking problem? That fixed the braking problem, and now Consumer Reports is recommending the Model 3 from Tesla. Wow. Pete with that other car manufacturer. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Oh, we have a recall. Do I need to take it into the dealership? No, just update your, your firmware. Oh, yeah, You're fine. Not, yeah, for a lot of cars, and or, or not many years just ago. Just wave you, your phone at it. It'll be fine. You would, wow. have to update. you would have had to retool an entire plant. Right. 
and then build new cars. But yeah, and Elon Musk says they were wrong in the first place. They were using an early production model that didn't have the latest. Although, then why are these cars out there that got? But I don't. I won't get into that. Um, but anyway, Consumer Reports is now recommending the Tesla Model Three after after the software update, which is worth mentioning since mm-hmm. I had mentioned the other last week. And we don't have time to get into it, but that's reminiscent of the way uh, bureaucracies like government regulators behave. Um, Because they do the same thing Consumer Reports does all the time. And then they hold months and months and months of hearings, spend zillions of dollars, hire thousands of people. And the Elon Musks of the world have updated the software, and there's no reason for them to do any of it. Right. But but then that bureaucracy will last forever. Yeah. That's pretty interesting, though. That's the future, isn't it? Vote Libertarian or for Mitt Romney's wife. Or something. <laughs> Listen to K-pop. Right. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a five $500 matching bonus and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.